welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests, talk about all the characters we know and love, and I've forgotten as well. My name is Jesse, and what I have is not a Nazi with me. No. Yeah. Yeah, there's really no, like, your, your usual thing that you do, I would prefer not to be likened to this character yeah. in any way. Yep, yep, <laughs> so definitely not a Nazi. Uh, Sean! Um, you said definitely not one too many times, and now it sounds like I am, and we're hiding it. <laughs> Which I don't love. <laughs> and it's not see, true. The more I say, the more it's going to sound like this. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just going to drop it right here. Red's, so we're talking about Red Skull today. Each and every man under my command owes me 100 Nazi scalps. And I want my scalps. And all y'all will get me 100 Nazi scalps. Taken from the heads of 100 dead Nazis. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, Red Skull. What will he be? What will he be? What will he be? What he be? Yeah, what he be? Why he is Captain America's chief chief nemesis, um, uh, arch Nazi from World War Two, who f- maybe founded Hydra. Hydra has a complicated history. Well, um, it does. Um, if you want to learn more about uh, Hydra's uh, beginnings, you can listen to my other dead Nazi one, uh, Baron Wolfgang von Strucker. Yep. Um, but that said, he might have taken something like the Super Soldier Serum at some point. He survived World War II and has been just an overall thorn in Captain America's side ever since. He's, uh, I mean, he's the kind of guy who, like, with alarming regularity, attempts to bring back the Third Reich. Well, I mean, also, sometimes he takes, uh xavier's brain to put it inside of yeah, his own i was so, just thinking about that <laughs> you know it's just a thing he does also he likes to uh take the cosmic cube and turn ca- cap captain america into a nazi multiple times it's not just Which, in retrospect is kind of a neat storyline in fairness like i was i was mad about it at the time but like as a temporary thing it was interesting no, okay. to explore you know what would have been like a brave interesting storytelling thing making What's cap that? an actual nazi for a while. Yeah, I mean, didn't they, basically? No, they chickened out super hardcore. How so? Uh, guess what? It turns out Nazi Cap was a Nazi Cap. He was actually a clone. And, oh, it was a clone. And uh, the real Captain America was in the woods chopping lumber. Yeah, listen, if you're gonna do a story like that, commit. Ch- commit to it. Like, don't, like, just just prove everyone wrong and make a good story. You can't just weasel out of it once you've done it. Yeah, but that being said, uh, the Red Skull, his real name is jo- Johan Smith. Occupation, former beggar, thief, menial laborer, and bailboy, later terrorist leader of the Third Reich, and would-be word conqueror. I mean, that tells a story. It sure does. He's a citizen United uh, United Wow, a citizen of Germany sought through by legal authorities throughout the world for war crimes and other major offenses. Uh-huh. What other major offense? I think the war crimes should just be just war crimes. Just put war crimes. Sure. Well, you do a war crime, you rob a bank. Like I feel like the war crimes should be. I don't overseen. think you should get out of the bank no, robbery. No, no, you don't get out of it, but guess what? The war crime part is he is most likely hanging at the Hague. Okay, so it's hard to punish someone 
in addition to hanging. Them. Yeah, no, it's not like oh, you're gonna get you're gonna get five more years on your thing. It'd be like no, you committed, you tried to commit genocide multiple times. We're gonna hang you at the Hague. Do they still hang people for war crimes? Um, I don't know if they do. I know that I know that they did at least up to a couple decades ago. All right. So, I don't know. I mean, also, like, they could carve out an exception for... for it seems th- like for what they do for war crimes now is, like, just sort of not talk about it and let you keep doing your thing. Yeah, I mean, well, no, that's the easier thing to do. Yeah. Every president is a war criminal. I'm not lying about that. It's, it's like, football. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so, other aliases. Batman P. Lyles, The Agents of a Thousand Faces. Which he, who he impersonated during World War II, the man, head of the People's Militia, C- uh, Cyrus Fenton. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That says very redneck. Teacher. Todd March, who is the president and owner of the uh, Galactic Pictures. Place of birth was an unidentified village in Germany. His place of death was Skull House in Upper New York State. It's just called. <laughs> Please tell me that it's spelled H-A-U-S. No, it isn't. Oh. It, that would have been better. Um, so Skull house. Single. Mm, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, known relatives, Herman Schmidt, father, dead. Martha Schmidt. I was about to make a really bad joke. Martha. <laughs> Why did you say that name? <laughs> It'd be like it'd be like Martha. That would be like, oh crap! I can't beat you up now. I can't. I guess we have to team up. Oh, um, it's I don't in know the Batman rule book. Actually, I have to oh, team up with you I now. Guess, oh no, I can't. Uh, I guess you're my friend now. Oh no. <laughs> this sucks. This is this is bad for everyone involved. Really. <laughs> if only my weakness wasn't hearing a very common white woman's name. <laughs> And also Mother Superior, who is his daughter, also known by Sin later, with a I. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Um, you said that um, he had no relatives, and I was thinking, didn't he have that? No, no, no. Red, known, Red Skull Jr.? Known relatives. His first modern appearance was Tales of Suspense, issue number 66. <clears throat> Which had to have Captain America in it, right? Yes, but he did okay. appear in something else beforehand, I'm pretty sure. Really? Pretty sure. What what world is there in which Red Skull makes sense without Captain America? Well, Captain America was around during the forties. His first modern yeah, appearance. Oh, his first modern appearance. That's different. Yeah. So yeah, he first appeared in Captain America Comics issue number seven, uh, the Red Skull in October nineteen forty one. I do like the way Marvel loved. Uh, keeps all of their old continuity, like all of the Western comics and all the pre-Marvel, like pre before they were actually Marvel comics stuff, and it's all still canon in their universe. I think that's a cool way to go about it. Yeah, we still have, we also still have uh, Gorilla Man because of it, so I'm very yeah, proud. Yeah, I love Gorilla Man. I love Gorilla Man, he's so great. Uh, you know, Several like, of the other like DC, like DC and Marvel, was, uh, DC was right, whenever they said that, you, uh, whenever they started putting monkeys in, on the covers and in yeah. stories all the time, because I love me a gorilla. Like, if yep. you, just give me a gorilla. Like, my favorite, my favorite, uh, I, I love it when, like, Gorilla Grodd is a villain. I love mm-hmm. it when there's Gorilla Man. Uh, I even like it when there's that one, the white some, some apes. Yeah, like, let's 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 have some apes. Um, also, I really like Mal- Mal- uh, 
Monsieur Mala as well. Mm-hmm. I like that that he's in love with the brand of jar as well. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, um, yeah that that gorilla. Yeah, that that gorilla. Yeah. No. Uh, so I did put the the cover in the chat, and it's a pretty good cover. Um, you have Bucky and Cap uh, looking like they're. Are they ziplining? Like, I don't exactly know what they're doing. Like, I know Bucky's Yeah, Captain like, America's definitely swinging from something. Or else why would Bucky be hanging around his waist? Oh, no, no, like he's... That? Okay, I didn't see the rope. Oh, no, they're swinging. I thought they were ziplining or something. But... You have a bunch of... Oh, that looks... Ooh, that's racist, isn't it? Nope. That, yeah, that's pretty... Nope, nope, nope. I thought that... Nope, yep. Pretty racist cover. Okay. thought it was a goblin, but it turned out it was... Not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's just say World War II. Um, a lot of racism against That said, Japanese. like, the composition and the action of the cover are very cool, and they do a good job of making it appear to be taking place in a physical space, if yes. you know what I mean. Whereas a lot of the comic covers that we've looked at over the course of Alphabet Flight are just sort of random crap happening with characters drawn over it. This is... Like a very well drawn action scene that unfortunately happens to include an extremely racist caricature. Well, multiple ones, not one, multiple ones. I can't really make out the ones in the background, so I'm gonna pretend it's just one. Uh, but so you can thank Jack Kirby and uh, Stanley for this, of course, and Joe Simon and all that. It's a it's a good cover besides the racism. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, this, of course, being in the '40s, had multiple stories in it. Uh, so we had the Red Skull, a mysterious murder leads Captain America to the discovery that the Red Skull has returned. What? I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to look up. I'm not going to go back any further. Um, then we have death loads, loads the base. Captain America and Bucky become suspicious and follow two bizarre deaths at a baseball game. Where are they getting the time to go to a baseball game? What are they doing? Yeah. The, World War Two. What are you doing back in America at a baseball game? Like, what are you doing? Captain. There are people dying. <laughs> Is it possible that it was a baseball game at, like, a U.S. military base in England? I don't, I don't believe that. I don't know. But they're in Japan on the cover, but they only, they're only talking about stuff that would be happening in Germany. And here, so... Uh, so then we have horror plays the scales. Like Captain America is on the case again when the senator is killed by a Nazi musician who uses the notes of his violin as weaponry. Um, and then we have Justice Laughs Last, which is a story featuring Hurricane, uh, who is a who is Makari apparently from the Inhumans. I'm uh, not Inhumans. Uh, the Internals. Uh, then we have a story. Then we have Dust of Destruction, which is a story featuring the Headline Hunter, who is the Headline Hunter. It's a it's an American journalist. Yeah, it makes sense. Yep. And then oh, we have. Oh, sorry. Were you hoping that I would jump in there with an answer? Well, I was expecting something more, like like maybe <laughs> like a superhuman person. Oh, okay. But no, it's just you know a journalist. Um, so then we have a race against Doom, and by the way, that's capital D Doom only because it's part of the title, not because it's Doctor Doom. Oh, um, so we have a, feature, a story featuring Father Time, where he must save a man unjustly accused of robbery and murder, but must do, but to do so, he must discover who is really responsible. Uh-huh. And uh, 
Father Time is a Golden Age hero. I feel like in all this, I've lost track of what the Red Skull was up to this issue. Well, you know, Red Skull was this part of, he, you know, he just did a murder and Captain America's like, oh, Red Skull. Um, but apparently Father Time... Mm, okay, I look at the Father Time thing. And, oh, and I can look at him later. He does have a he does have an entry in a later book, which I will be doing at some point. Um, the all new handbook of the Marvel Universe. But apparently, his he has no known superpower beyond his understandably psionic, not psionic, sorry, psychotic anger. So cool, cool. <laughs> I mean, that's a, a superpower in the same sense that the Joker being like perversely hilarious is a superpower. Not hilarious, hysterical, more like. Uh, yeah, he died. Apparently, he he died as a living man in Captain America uh, three hundred. Uh, Nineteen issues before, the scourge killed a bunch of people in Medina, Ohio. Also, I need to send you this picture of. Wait, uh, he, he died before the scourge. Thing. Yes, I see. That's three nineteen. So and what that's also killed... more than a year later. I mean, it's not like it's like came out weekly. What but... what killed the skull? Well, we're going to be talking about that. I mean, I guess he's probably not the kind of petty criminal who would be hanging out in the bar with no name, is he? I mean, no. You wouldn't I see Doctor Doom in there. I mean, I mean, people who people who worked for him definitely did that. I mean, or died in there. Okay, I'm going to send you a picture of the Red Skull on the original cover. Just have a just a ghost Red Skull just doing the doing the hile. Ooh, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a decent looking. Yeah. His his uh uniform doesn't look all that Nazi-ish, honestly. Uh, it's the same like that's a rocketeer. That, it's the same he was wearing when he died. Okay. So. Okay, so um Johan Smith was a was it the son of a coarse drunken German villager named Hermann Schmidt. His reportedly saintly long suffering wife, uh, Martha, who for years endured abuse and beatings from her husband. Uh, Martha died. Martha uh, Martha died while giving birth to Johann, their only child, driven to madness by the death of the woman he both loved and hated. Herman Smith tried to drown the newborn infant, accusing him of murdering Martha. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. I understand okay. grief. I understand being full of grief and everything. But that's a baby. It can't that's do- a baby. That's a baby. I mean, like, you, you, what you do is you hold that resentment in and then ruin his life while he's a conscious being. <laughs> you don't try to do that it while you're a baby. A little bit too real. I mean, well, that's, I mean, that's how it works most of the time. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, like, you, you don't, I don't know. Also, okay. the doctor who had just delivered the baby saved Johan from his father. And the next morning, Herman Smith committed suicide. Okay. This is a real good opening sentence. I mean, paragraph. It's real good. Wow. 
The doctor took Johan to the orphanage where the child led a lonely existence. Johan ran away from the orphanage when he was just seven years old and lived in the streets as a beggar and a thief. He then grew, As he grew up older, he worked at various menial jobs, but spent most of his time in prison for crimes ranging from vagrancy to theft. As a young man, Smith from time to time was employed by a Jewish shopkeeper whose daughter, Esther, was the only person who had treated Smith kindly up to that point. Seized by the passion for Esther, uh, oof, oof, I, oof, oof. Okay. By the seized way, this- by a passion? Is it seized by a passion that <laughs> freaked you out so much? No, no, I read the last part of the sentence. Okay, and we haven't, um, we, the audience, haven't heard what the last no. part of the sentence is yet. Okay. Um, this is gonna be a, a rough one, by the way. This is gonna be a rough one. I mean, it's the backstory of the Red Skull. I wasn't... Here, but here's the thing. Like, even though even though I had not a... Even though I didn't like, like, Baron Blood or Wolfgang von Strucker, mm-hmm. they still had fun entries. This was rough. Um, so... Seized with a passion for Esther, he tried to force her, himself upon her, only to be rejected by her. In unthinking fury, he murdered her. He he fled the scene in terror. And uh, felt, but terror, huh? It, but in also, terror? Yep. But also felt ecstatic joy in committing his first murder. By killing Esther, he'd given up vent, to vent his anger, or to, to vent the rage at the world he hey, had been building Johan? up around him throughout his young life. Hey, Johan? Yep. Yo, yo. It's looking pretty rough out here, bud. First you tried to first you tried to r- rape her, and then you kill her, and then you felt okay afterwards. We haven't even got to the Hitler stuff yet. Smith longed for a master who would show him the ways to achieve power. Years after the the, the Nazis came into power in Germany, Smith was working in a hotel where the dictators of the Germany's Third Reich, Adolf Hitler, uh, came to one day. <laughs> Thank you for that Marvel handbook. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for popping in to let me know who that was. Yep. Otherwise, I might have had to read a history book. Uh, that uh, that night, Smith brought refreshments to Hitler's suite and found Hitler berating the chief of the uh, I always say this Gestapo. I always want to say Gestapo. Gestapo. It is Gestapo. No, I said it right. No, the the soup. I always want to say the soup. The soup. But now I'm saying it right. Oh, Gestapo. I want to say gazpacho, but I, but I said it right. Um, yeah, so he was braiding oh, the I leader. am an officer of the gazpacho. <laughs> uh, for letting, for letting <laughs> Present the- your spoons for inspection. Sorry, uh, I'll stop. <laughs> no, that was... That's, in an alternate universe, that would have been what the soup Nazi was. It, uh, yeah, I like that. Yep. Yeah. An alternate universe, that, which is not much better than ours. No. No. Okay, uh, so, yeah, but basically, you know, they let a spy escape. Um, on hearing Hitler's voice, Smith decided that Hitler was the master he sought, and Hitler ranted that the Gestapo I said it wrong, Gestapo's <laughs> chief, uh, that I will teach that bellboy to do a better job than you. The dictator then looked closely at Smith and saw the bellboy's hatred of all mankind, an emotion that Hitler asserted himself 
I mean, a, a I seem to recall Hitler having uh, hatred for specific segments of mankind. Uh, Which, real talk, is actually, it's weird that people treat misanthropy like it's more acceptable than racism. Uh, yeah. Uh, Schmidt saw in Hitler's eyes the embody- all of his fears and frustrations, embodiment of evil, a model after which he can pattern himself, inspired... By uh, inspired, Hitler declared that he would make the bellboy into the perfect Nazi, and he would serve serve as his right hand man. Schmidt I'm e- also going to rip all the skin off his face so that he's just sort of a meaty skull boy. That's unrelated to the perfect Nazi thing. It's just, I think that's the aesthetic. <laughs> yeah. So Schmidt eagerly agreed to do what Hitler wished. That seemed more like a uh, like a Hitler love story. Yep. Than anything, which exists, by the way. Not hard to find. Um, Chilled, but unsurprised. uh, Trying to carry out Hitler's orders. I've said Hitler more times in the last, like, five minutes than I have in, like, this entire month. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. Trying to carry out Hitler's orders. I haven't. I don't think I've said it at all yet. No, I know. (laughs) This was the first time I said Hitler this entire month. I have said said Hitler a lot this month, though, because I did watch the producers. (laughs) Yes, you you, you do often time. sing spring. You do often sing sing the springtime for Hitler in Germany. It's it's a problem because it's a very catchy song, but you cannot find yourself singing it on the bus for obvious reasons. <laughs> it's almost as if they tried. It's almost as if they tried to make a reprehensible play at that show. Yep, I mean did. that movie, and it somehow didn't flop the way they wanted. It's, it's hilarious. Uh yeah. But out of context, it makes you sound. Pretty wicked. Yep. And not uh, in the cool way. So, trying to carry out Hitler's orders, his subordinates uh, at first attempted to train Schmidt to become the perfect German soldier, wearing an ordinary SS uh, uniform. Enraged that they want that he wanted to turn Schmidt into something uh, quite different. Hitler personally took over Schmidt's training. Hitler gave Schmidt a lifelike skull-like helmet mask Naming of the Red Skull. Wait, he had a helmet mask first? We'll we'll talk about that more later. Okay. <laughs> There's a little, we have we have three more pages of this. Alright. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so the skull answered only to Hitler himself. The skull undertook a wide variety of missions for Hitler. Uh which uh most of which involved the skull specialty, spreading terror. And in the early uh, 1940s, before the U.S. entered the World War II, the Skull was particularly involved in subversive acting in the United States. The United States government created the costume persona of, um, of Captain America so that there would be a costume counterpart to the Red Skull. What? That It was in the United States before America was officially entered the, the World War II that Skull had his first conflicts with Steve Rogers, the original Captain America, and the man who would become his principal in... I've only seen that word written down. Perennial? Perennial. Perennial. Is that that how you say it? Yeah. Perennial? Perennial. I've only seen it written. Okay. Perennial. Uh, yeah, uh, it happens to all of us. Yeah, that's how you know that you read a lot is yeah. that you've only seen words written that you've never heard said out loud. Yeah, yeah, it's been happening a lot lately. I'm just like, I know what that word means. So how do you say it? Um, 
Uh, but but yeah, basically, you know, principle of the nemesis there. Um, in Europe, during the war, the Skull took personal command of many military actions and personally supervised the takeovers and looting of many cities and towns. In various cases, the Skull ordered and supervised the eradication of entire population communities. The Skull also organized a wolf pack, in scare quotes, of wolverine of wolverines. Wow, that would have been way bad. No, of submarines. <laughs> no, I just that that is definitely alternate uh, alternate history though, Marvel Universe, because Wolverine was around at that time. Yeah, that's true. Can, imagine if they cloned a, a bunch of Wolverines. Even Sans or Weapon X stuff, very dangerous. I can't. I don't know. I, I kind of want to see that story now. Yeah, that'd be cool. I was I was actually picturing him with like several Logans on leashes or something. So I don't yeah, know no, if that's, I was, yeah, that was that imagining. Going for, but... Yeah, I was imagining the uh, like a really feral like the Wolverines mm. that like maybe have like adamantian like uh, adamantine uh, adamantium adamant adamantium adamantium. I was saying it right. I like collars yeah. and chains. Mm-hmm. They're like controlled by like like someone, and they like unleash them. Right, because if he's got his claws, then. Uh... Regular chains will not do the trick. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So he had a wolf pack of submarines, which preyed upon shipping throughout the world, often under Skull's personal command. Not to not to give a Nazi advice, but you're pretty high up. Delegate. You know, just delegate. <laughs> oh, no, I think it's kind of Darth Vadery. No, just like. You know, like if you're you're pretty high up, you have a lot of people in your command. You only answer to Hitler. He's got his own, like, he, maybe he uses the fleet to get around, though. If you thought of that, because Darth Vader frequently commanded fleets, but like we've seen on multiple, like, just in this couple of paragraphs, that like he takes a lot of personal command of stuff. I feel like he's just a micromanager. You know what? I would be surprised if that was his only major character flaw. <laughs> well, I, see, again, as I said, not to give a Nazi advice, but I feel like he would have been more effective if he would, was delegating. That being said, well, so, I don't want to be more delicate. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't, de- it, wouldn't it be great if he wasn't any more effective? Effective. <laughs> so, at, at first, Hitler took great pride in his uh, protégés' uh, successes and let the skull have anything he wanted. But let me guess, he soon became jealous. Well, 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 because, like, you know, he's, he's his son. He's his mm. son. His, his Nazi son. Yeah, and as we all know, there's definitely no fiction where uh, fathers take issue with their sons and become jealous of their achievements. Yeah. Hitler thus uh, financed the construction of secret bases for the Skull in various locations around the world, many of which were equipped with highly advanced experimental weapons and devices developed by Nazi scientists. The Red Skull was particularly interested in procuring weapons that could be used in the purposes of subversion and warfare. And warfare? Okay, you want weapons to do war? That's what? You're interested in weapons for war? For. Wow, that's so weird. You want to do weapons with. You want to have I, weapons I just for don't war. understand where you come up with these crazy ideas, Johan. Like, like subversion, I, I understand. You know, like having like a whisper gun or something like that. Yep. Like, that's something that, you know, that's interesting. To, oh, to I just on. realized why you brought me on for the Nazi episode again. No, I didn't mean to. Oh, okay. 
No, I didn't. I thought it was to. because of my hilarious German accent. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it would, that did not come in mind at all. Okay. You just happened to come up with during the Nazi one. <laughs> during the one. Uh, it would have cool. been somewhat completely different if you said uh, a later date. Or came on earlier. Yeah. So. Okay, well, it's just the luck of the draw. I keep getting the Nazi episodes. Well, there's a lot of dead Nazis. And thank God for that. Yep. Uh, well, not enough, but whatever. Um, they they seem to still be like around for some reason. I mean, I don't oh. advocate killing anybody, but mm. uh, yeah, it's definitely good that the old ones aren't still around. Uh, well, the old <laughs> there still is an old one around. He just got kicked out of Argentina. Oh, really? It deported. Yeah, I didn't hear about that. Uh, during the war, he stole plans for the Nolatron device, which he can use to control human minds. Adapted a adapted a space warping device called the developed by the cyborg uh, scientist, codenamed Brain Drain. Oh, I know Cyborg Brain Drain from Squirrel Girl. Of yeah. all places. Uh, commissioned Nazi scientists to develop a projector which can encircle and suspend sections of a city within a sphere of energy. What would be the purpose of that? To hold cities for hostage. I guess it just seems unnecessarily dramatic. Oh. Are you are you accusing the Nazis of being dramatic? <laughs> accusing a man who goes by the name Red Skull of going a little over the top. I mean, I, let's let's just take it, let's just take it out of like to, let's just take the Red Skull out of this. Are you accusing a Nazi of being over dramatic? I am. Okay, like it's. I mean, it's kind of in their whole thing. It's their shtick. They're over dramatic, <laughs> and also very bad. Um, but, um, uh, they're the theater kids of of racist organizations. I really have rarely seen such uh, scenery chewing evil in the real world, have we? Yeah, well, most of our evil people are either extremely dumb or can't talk that well. We have a lot of dumb evil people. They just fell up. They fell upwards. <laughs> yeah. Um. So while the the skull. I'm always admired uh, Hitler for his ideological vil- uh, visions. He never was content with being Hitler's subordinate. The Skull kidnapped and, uh, and killed many of Hitler's closest advisors, and eventually rose to become the second most powerful man in the Third Reich. Now Hitler can no longer effectively control the Skull, um, and came to fear him, especially since the Skull had made a little secret, made a little secret of his ambition to supplant Hitler someday. <laughs> Uh, I mean, give him credit where it's due. At least he knows what he wants, and he's not afraid to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little bit rude, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's very rude to Hitler. Uh, (laughs) Which, now that you say that out loud, I'm not (laughs) quite as sure why I was concerned about it. (laughs) After the renowned uh, military officer, Baron Wolfgang von Strucker, had a falling out with Hitler. The Red Skull went to sent Strucker to Japan to find uh, the organization that the that would repair the way for takeovers of the Far East under Skull's leadership. In the Far East, Strucker joined the subversive organization that then came to be known as Hydra, broke his ties with the Skull, and became the head of Hydra and built 
and built a in built into a major threat into world peace. Which the so the Red Skull was the alternative to Hydra at one point. Yeah. Huh. It's almost as if uh, fascist thought can spread across the world in different forms. Well, I suppose that's true. Yeah. Uh, as World War II raged on, Hitler vowed that he would not. If he could not conquer the world, he would destroy it. To achieve his end, the Skull proposed the construction of five gigantic war machines to be called sleepers, which could be hidden in various locations while they generated and stored the power needed to be released at a future date, or Der Tag, the, the day, to destroy the Earth. Der Tag. If the, uh, if the, the Allies won, Hitler's enthusiastically instructed Skull to construct the sleepers unaware that the skull intended to use them to conquer the world himself if the if uh hitler's third reich fell in the closing days of the war in europe the allied intelligence received reports of a nazi doomsday plan named der tag and 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 to be implemented if hitler's uh, defeat however the allies had no idea what the plan entailed captain america and his teenage partner bucky Captain America and his teenage partner, Bucky. Super important to remember that Bucky is a... T- teenage... Is a, is a child. T- teen soldier. Yep. Yeah, that's Bucky. not great, is it? <laughs> yeah, what um, else isn't great is all of the Cap Buck shipping. I once worked for a company who wanted me to write an article about the top ten comic book couples that should be canon. Nope. And they told me to write Captain Bucky, and I, I refused. No. Wouldn't do it. No, you can't. Yeah. So, yeah, but they fought and thwarted the Skull and his planes many times during the war, both working on their own and operating as members of the invaders. During the final days of World War II in Europe, uh, Cap and Bucky were assigned to England to prevent... Uh, Desperate Nazi efforts in sabotaging, sabotaging, sabotage, sabotage, saying allied supplies, uh, base, bases there. The Red Skull uh, sent a number of zone subordinates who became known as the Exiles and a large contingent of loyal German soldiers and their uh, wives to a secret island base called Exile Island. They would, and they would, uh, where they would organize an army for future youth. Use. And youth, I guess. I mean... Yeah. Um, now that the German... Uh, now that the German def- defeat was becoming reality, the Red Skull was more determined than ever to obtain vengeance over his numerous personal defeats by Captain America and Bucky. The Skull assigned Baron Heimrich Zemo to go to England, and under cover... An undercover of stealing an experimental Allied drone plane uh, to capture the or kill Captain America and Bucky. However, the Skull was unaware that the Allies had secretly parachuted Captain America into beleaguered uh, uh, Berlin to investigate Dirtog. Captain America tracked the Red Skull down to his hidden bunker. And the Skull was about to hurl an armed hand grenade at his nemesis when Captain America threw his shield at him. The grenade went off, and the Skull was not killed, thanks to his body armor. However, seriously hurt and partially burned uh, burned and buried in debris, 
thinking that he was dying. The the skull divinely told Captain America that the sleepers would avenge the Nazis' defeat. Then, suddenly, an Allied attack on Berlin began. A, an Allied plane dropped a huge blockbuster bomb on the bunker, causing a cave-in that Captain America barely escaped. Captain America was picked up by the Allies and returned to England, only to far, fall into Zemo's trap, which led Cap, uh, Cap into falling into suspended animation for that decade. Oh, okay. I was wondering when we were going to get there. Yep. Uh, during uh, support pillars uh, that crisscrossed across the Red Skull uh, when the Bucker uh, caved in, saved him from being stuck under tons of rubble. rubble when the bomb hit. The cave-in released experimental gas from the canisters in the bunker, which put the Red Skull into suspended animation. Okay, I was wondering why he was immortal. Well... Man, there was a lot of suspended animation technology just sort of kicking around, huh? Between the Red Raven, Captain America, and the Red Skull? It seems like suspended animation is something that can just kind of happen by accident. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, yeah, basically, he was his wound slowly healed. Um, in the 1950s, during the original... Okay, they skipped over the part, which is uh, probably the most metal part of the end of World War II in the Marvel Universe, uh -huh. where uh, the Human Torch and Toro, his teenage on-fire buddy... Again, um, also a, a child soldier. Also a child soldier, yes. Um, uh, they found Hitler's bunker and roasted him alive. That is pretty metal. Pretty oh, I was metal just reading way. about that the other day, actually. Yeah, it's... Funny that that should come up again. Yeah, it's a thing that just will continue to come up. Because, I don't know, it seems to be... It actually comes up a lot <laughs> in this book. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, because we're going to be talking about Toro soon as well. So, you know, we're going to talk We're gonna talk about him going, Yippee, we killed a Hitler. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so during the 1950s, during the writer... During... Uh, the original Red Skull's uh, suspended animation, the communist leader of an Algerian-based spy ring posed at the Red Skull under the guise uh, under in guys he in this guise he battled Captain America 4 who was the uh, Grand Director um, also was the also had the second wait, third Bucky there's a lot going on there. Um, yeah, to the point where I didn't really follow it. <laughs> so, okay, so the third, okay, so the fourth Captain America was basically the Captain America during the Korean War. Um, what he, he... Is that the Jingoist one? Yes. Okay. Um, he also uh, had, he changed his name to Steve Rogers. He was a history oh. teacher, changed his name to Steve Rogers, and had himself altered to look like Steve Rogers. That's a and, crazy thing to do. And then volunteered to take a really janky version of the Super, super, super Soldier Serum, which uh -huh. gave him super strength, but also made him insane. Is this U.S. agent or maybe Nuke? Nope. This whole thing. He turns into, a, he turns into the leader of a uh, Nazi white supremacist uh, militia. Oh, he's just his own... His own thing. historical backwater of problems. Okay. Yeah, you know, uh, the whole uh, white supremacist militia thing. That never happened after that. Yep. That was definitely the last time we ever heard about that happening. Yep, it's great. It's great that we never hear fascism ever. 
either. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but basically, the he was the a, a communist skull. Um, and, uh, and he kind of just fought, you know, Captain America 4 for a while. Um, he didn't really show up for long. Uh, some, oh, I see a, a redder skull. Yeah. Some years later, the original Red Skull was found by a search team sent by the subversive group called Them, which was actually which was actually the ruling. Uh, well, that sounds council. like a friendly society of people. Yeah. Have you heard of Them? Yeah, who were actually the ruling council of Hydra, le- uh, led by Von Strucker, Baird Von Strucker. Uh, Strucker carefully. Uh, concealed his identity from the skull after three years. I'd be sorry. After wow, wow, where did I get years from? Um, after the ladder was revived, by this time, the first three sleepers have already been destroyed by the original Captain America, who emerged from his own state of suspended animation. The skull agreed to cooperate with them, and did so just long enough to steal the cosmic cube from him. That is the kind of thing you would do, okay? Yeah, uh, which then, which was then one of them's subsidiaries. This them's? That's, not one of their subsidiaries. No, no, them's. <laughs> is it? Is it an acronym? It no, it's t, it's them, all capital T H E M. It's just the English word. That, it is all capital, so it it seems like it might be an acronym. I know, there's no dots. It's like Hydra. Hydra is an acronym. And Hydra has dots? Nope. Yeah. It's just them. Does S.H.I.E.L.D. have dots in this book? S.H.I.E.L.D. does have dots in this book. Okay, dope. Yeah. <laughs> nope, it's, it's them. Yeah. Uh, this theft led to the Skull's first post-world clash with the original Captain America, who defeated him. Believing that with Hitler's death, he he himself should rule the world. The Red Skull made repeated attempts at world domination and his various attempts to attack attack on world peace. He you mean imp- with Hitler's death? He clearly believed he himself should rule the world before that, too. Well, I mean, now he just doesn't have anyone in his way. Except for most of the world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he his ver- in his various attacks on world peace, he employed the Cosmic Cube the army of exiles, a fragment of Hydra, and the two final sleepers, among many other means of conquest. However, the skull nevertheless repeatedly met defeat, and often went uh, often through efforts of the original Captain America. Seeking an heir, the skull Red Skull fathered a daughter by a washerwoman in the exile island uh, relatively soon after his revival. This woman died in childbirth. The Skull had a mansion called Skull House built and raised her there. Through advanced bi- biological means, he he caused her to reach adulthood within an unnaturally short period of time and endowed Ew. her with superhuman powers. I don't, why do her, I hate that so much? I don't know. Well, you should also name not the like that her name was Mother Superior. Also bad. Uh, for a time, the Red Skull operated in Weirdly partnership. religious. <laughs> Uh, for a time, the Red Skull operated in partnership with the original Hate Monger, who was a clone of Adolf Hitler. 
Yeah, I bet you didn't get along well. <laughs> See, and hey, hey, here's a quick question about Haymonger. Was he a clone of Adolf Hitler, or was he meaningfully the same person as Adolf Hitler? No, it was a clone of Adolf Hitler. Yeah, there was an army of them. <laughs> no, well, no, like, no, when, I, when I'm saying that, like, if it's just one clone who's specifically made to kind of embody the person, that's different. He had a whole warehouse of clones. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's it's more the boys from Brazil. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but uh, listen to my hate monger episode if you want to hear some real buck wild stuff. However, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, unwilling to share power with even his former mentor, the skull eventually put the end to their alliance by entrapping the hate monger consciousness within a powerless facsimile. 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 Of the Cosmic Cube. Recently, the Red Skull learned to his horror that the effect of the experimental gas that kept him from aging was uh, reversing, and he aged at an unnatural uh, rate of speed until his physical uh, age matched that of his chronological one. Making him so elderly. being the. uh... Yeah. The nursery home attended who had to take care of the Red Skull. <laughs> well, he's in the Book of the Dead, so he's going to... Would, you like, would you like your soup, Johan? No. I would like to exterminate a significant part of the firm population. And also to kill Captain America. Well, we have chicken noodle. <laughs> Uh, determined that he and Captain America should pair us together. The Skull and Captain America's uh, ally... Well, sorry. The Skull had Captain America's ally Nomad brainwashed. Hence, Nomad was compelled to dose Captain America's food with a chemical that caused him to age unnaturally fast as well. Um, Later, the Skull captured the now elderly Captain America. Also, not the first time Captain America turned into an old man. Yep. No, almost everything that people got upset about recently about Captain America yeah, happened multiple times. happened before, huh? That's interesting, isn't it? It's... Yeah, and, and I called that it was Cosmic Cube shenanigans immediately, because guess what? It's always Cosmic Cube shenanigans yeah, when it's, Captain it's America sort of like evil. They, do, they just love Cosmic Cube shenanigans. And it's always the Red Skull. But Yeah. Well, you except, can't have something significant happen to Captain America and not have a Nazi involved. Well, you can. It happens all the time. I suppose. Yeah. They just happen to be a lot of Nazis still alive. I say that in both real life and in comics. Um, so, so basically, um, the now elderly Captain America uh, and the Skull were together, and the Skull eject both of them with a poison that will only give them hours to live. The two ancient adversaries engage in hand-to-hand combat very slowly and ineffectively. <laughs> Wait, um, so they're both old and they got they're poisoned? P- yep. <laughs> Once more, Captain America overpowered the skull. Defeated, the skull finally expired due to old age. His body was burnt after... Oh, yeah, sure, it was burnt after. That's exactly what happened. Um, the... <laughs> yep, Captain America... No one has ever since questioned it. Yeah. Captain America was cured of the effects of the poison, and uh, he got all of his super soldier stuff, like, regained, and uh, he went to normalcy. 
Since then, Dr. Dr. Criminal Faustus appeared to attack the ghost been attacked by the ghost of the Red Skull after Faustus used holographic images of the skull in the plot against Captain America. Sorry, was his name Dr. Criminal Faustus? No, 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 Criminal Dr. Faustus. Oh, okay. Sorry. Right. That the makes a lot more Dr. sense. Faustus. He was a criminal. Yeah. And also but, a doctor. But also, I like that he was attacked by the ghost after using a hologram. <laughs> uh, <laughs> several different types of insubstantiality involved. Uh, thus the Red Skull, after many escapes uh, from apparent death, seemed to be truly deceased long after- Yep, that's what happened. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and and whatever- no one has ever questioned it. Yep. Um, and, and whether uh, the evil of the Red Skull had truly passed from the Earth- if- No, it hasn't! Okay, sorry. <laughs> Nazis still exist. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's different. That's the the same exact brand of evil as the Red Skull. It's pretty close. Uh, yeah, he's the Red Skull. Like he has a bunch of weapons and he has a mask and all that stuff. Hey, Sean. Yeah. Now that we know that, uh, now that we know that the Red Skull is like one hundred percent dead and never came back, why uh-huh. don't we just end this episode? Yeah. Okay. I'm, sure. I'm, I'm joking. No, he came back a lot. Yeah, no, I figured. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, okay, where to start? Um, There's a lot going on with him. There's so many going on. Like, uh, he did team up with, so he did team up with actually a lot of people. They actually skipped over a lot of team ups and stuff, because there's a lot of collaborators with uh, the Red Skull, which means Mm -hmm. we have a lot of Nazi collaborators. Um, uh, So the, the Kingpin. Uh, Doctor Doom, and very like a lot of different people. I can't name them off all off the top of my head. Um, but he, so he did die. Quote, but he was a. Uh, but in the modern age, he was revived in a cloned body of Captain America, and for a very long time he. Oh really? Yep. So they did. Um... They did Superior Spider-Man with Captain America? Yeah, pretty huh? much. Except except the Red Skull. Yeah. And also also the Red Skull was just like, I'm gonna make a better Captain America. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, okay, no. Well, I guess so that is where the similarity ends, isn't it? <laughs> yes. And the current Doc Ock is well, Superior Spider-Man is technically in a clone a mixture of Peter Parker and Doc Ock. Oh, is he? Yes. And he's also San Francisco's uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, that whole thing seems like a mistake to me, but... Oh, the Superior Spider-Man book is, like, really good. Oh, it was, like, yeah. The, no, the, no, no, like, no, no. Everything it's currently since then really seems good. like a mistake. It's currently really good. Oh, it's currently good? Yes, it's currently oh, really luck. good. It I has some, some of the better content I've read in a while. Oh, there you go. Yeah, they, they do really... They do more of a character study type thing with... Uh, with Octavius, hmm. with him like actively trying to be a hero and learning how to be a hero. Interesting. Okay, well, yeah. that was the best part of the Superior Spider-Man like event. So, yep. Until the Goblin Island stuff came up, it's I I just don't really like the Green Goblin stuff or the Goblin stuff. So, yeah. um, now, so then we have the Death of Captain America, which also stuck really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, where. He tried to kill Captain America. Is that the um, one where he got assassinated on the steps of the... Yeah. 
Well, no, no, he, he didn't get assassinated. He got Apple shot with a time bullet, much like Batman did. So, um, so much like Batman, Cap was shot with a time bullet. Oh, okay. I hate time bullets yeah, so much. Stupid. It's um, very dumb, and I hate it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and it was sh- shot by by crossbones and all that stuff. Um, and eventually, of course, he came back. Um, now they all do, don't they? Yeah. Now, um, now during Dark Reign, uh-huh. Norman Osborn, like when he was about to lose and everything, was well, he kind of just like, "Hey, let's go." You know how I'm doing like bastardized versions of like you know villains turning into their <laughs> the thing. What if uh, I? Made you Captain America. What if you were Captain America for a while? Yeah, but then Captain America defeated. Yeah, that. Um, and a uh, thing that they also did not put in here um, on this, uh, there also was the Axis event, <laughs> where how are they? Put- how are, how are they going to make Red Skull convincingly look like Captain America? Isn't the Red Skull going to be a big tip off? Well, no they they make they make a clone body and put him in in there. Oh, of course. Of course. Um, now, uh, they also, at one point, um, decided, hey, what if we did the uh, Onslaught storyline, but but different? Yeah. Uh, so they made the Red Onslaught, which that is when, uh, when the Red Skull took the then-dead, for many years, um, skull, I mean, the brain of Xavier, and put it into his brain. Hey, brains don't... Um they, they last do. that long or no, no, they, work they do. like that they do don't they, they do what are you talking about so he makes so he made uh, so he made like a bunch of like he made like a bunch of like people you're trying to make everyone like evil mm-hmm. um but then all the magic people just like nah but then they reversed it so like where some of the bad people were good so we yeah, had like a good that. carnage that for a while yeah we had a good carnage for a while um, and uh, good Sabretooth. Sabretooth stayed good for the most part. Oh, that's good. It's nice for Sabretooth. And technically, He's had a rough go of it. Yeah, and um, and we had and Loki turned good as well. Um, and this was during the uh, Agents Agents of Asgard mm. uh, arc, which is really good. If you're gonna read any Loki content, read the Agents of Asgard. Read Agents of Asgard. Okay, it's really. I good. really enjoyed um, Journey into Mystery for a while there. And Journey into Mystery. Well, Journey into Mystery went into it. Um, same writer, but yeah. uh, I would I would read it uh, honestly. It's still it's still some really good comic. We had um we had uh, well Thor was already unworthy um mm-hmm. at that point, but uh but there was one point that made me like that made me like very happy for Loki because like uh he was able to pick up the like Thor's hammer and everything. Oh yeah. Fought, but like but like when everything was over no one believed him. Mm. And like he was like kinda sad about it. But, like, I, yeah, I, I imagine that he would be. Is like, that he what was, turned him evil again? He's technically not evil. He's not I mean he's sure. More, he's not evil per se. The current, uh, the also the uh, the most recent Loki run, the five issue miniseries, is also really good. Ah, uh, good to know. He tricks, uh, he tricks um, Nightmare into uh, dropping his power as well as him, and then mm-hmm. drops a car on him 
from uh, really high up. And uh, since he was alive, technically alive for only like a minute, he went to heaven. <laughs> um, well, that's nice. That's nice that he got it. No, no, he hates it. Oh. All right, then. Oh. Yeah. Also, heaven's like real bad in the Marvel Universe. Oh. Yeah. They do a lot of slavery. <laughs> in, in uh, Marvel, in wait, is it like the Angela one? Yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah, that's... Yeah, it's real bad. I mean, it's bad for a whole host of different reasons. Yeah. So, uh, that's pretty much the Red Skull. Thank God. <laughs> oh, actually, no, I forgot the other one. He came back at, uh, he made, uh, the Cosmic Cube into a little girl who turned old uh, Cap into Kobic, young right? Cap again, but also changed his history to be where he was basically raised as a, uh... So he had always been Nazi. a Nazi, yeah. Yeah, and then he was a subversive, but it turns out Nick Spencer was a coward and uh, killed off that <laughs> he one. Swapped it. Yeah, yeah, he killed that one off with a good old American lumberjack bearded Steve Rogers, who wasn't um, involved in any Nazi stuff. We both know that lumberjack is a Canadian thing, and I don't have any enmity with America, but uh, they've got enough hey, of our stuff. We can keep hey, the lumberjack. Hey. Hey, hey, we have the hey. whole we have a whole long history of lumberjack stuff. Paul I would Bunyan not was have... Canadian. Guess what? Guess what? A lot of the creepy critters who I talk about, the fearsome critters, are Americans. All right, you and they're all and they're all from and they're all from lumberjacks. They come from all over. We, it's 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 a it's a North American thing. All right, there's lots of lots of trees in cold parts. Um, yep, so thank you so much for being on Red Week. Red, we're dead in Red Week, and, um, and yeah, we're we dead, did. We're dead, red, and there was precious little redemption. Yes. Also, uh, I like how we had a, uh, left-wing politics, uh, the, <laughs> the white-wing, uh, super white-wing <laughs> politics. <laughs> yeah, I kind of balanced it out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this has been, uh, this has been Alphabet Flight and Justice is Served. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>